Well, big food has been buying off scientists now for a long time, and we're starting to see evidence about this coming out in the news. Jesse Waters talked about it last week, and then my friend Dr. Sherwood sent me an article talking about how the White House Nutrition Advisor has created a food compass that vilifies whole foods and promotes junk foods like Lucky Charms. This is going to be a fascinating conversation with my friend Dr. Mark Sherwood. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, welcome to the podcast today, you guys. We have been for now several months, my friend Dr. Mark and I, talking about things that you guys are interested in when it comes to your health and fitness and goals. We talked about those last time he was here. And I've invited him back on today because there are so many things happening in the news that really do affect our health directly. And uh, one of those things is what we eat, right? So we've talked with Dr. Mark before about the food pyramid and how it's backward and upside down. Now, is it? it's not only backward and upside down, but I would say it was downright wicked. I asked Dr. Mark to come back on the show. Many of you will remember that Dr. Mark Sherwood is a naturopathic physician. He lives in Oklahoma with his beautiful wife, Michelle, and they are running a functional medicine clinic there. And I'm just thrilled to have him back on the show. Hey, my friend, welcome. Hey, welcome. It's good to see you. Happy New Year once again. And I appreciate so much the audience interaction and some of the terrific, amazing questions they've asked. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to see the questions mm-hmm. come in. And I think uh, I think it's given a lot of people hope that they don't have to feel st- you know sick and stuck and all the things. So uh, you want to jump right in? Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So we have asked people to send questions. And for those of you who are new to the show, if you want to submit a question to Dr. Mark and myself, you can just go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday, and you can get your question in the queue. I want to start with Michelle in Maryland. Are you ready? Dr. Sherwood, what are natural ways to clear excess estrogen from the body or to have the estrogen metabolized down the right pathways? I tried DIM and NAC and didn't notice a difference. Are there any foods that help the body properly metabolize estrogen? I have been told by a former practitioner that I have gut issues. I'm not sure if the gut issue, whatever that has not been disclosed, is contributing to the estrogen dominance. I eat a clean diet and I use clean products. I'm not sure what could be causing my estrogen to be out of whack. Well, that is a question that's, as we say, loaded. There's a lot there. Yes. First of all, let's understand that wherever the person is in life, they could be in the perimenopausal stage to where, and what that means is about 15 years prior to the onset of menopause, ladies will begin to get lessened production of progesterone and testosterone and continued production of estradiol or estrogen. And so what that means is you get this imbalance, which is sometimes referred to as estrogen dominance, you could flip it around and say, well, it's maybe testosterone deficiency. Same difference either way. We also need to understand that estrogen in itself is not a bad thing, but there's a lot of estrogenic compounds in our world that can mimic estrogen and create this estrogen synthesis or uh, directional platform. So now having said that, the question becomes is how do we clear it? So estrogen, when it does its job, it sort of has to go out the drain of the body. It has to be detoxified. And it's detoxified typically through the stool or through the gut. Now, this is where gut inflammation and gut function does 
have an integral part of estrogen clearance. So when the estrogen is cleared through phase two detox, I'll get into that briefly in a moment, it is actually has an escort in the body. It's called a glucuronidation. Big word, but think about glucuronidation as being a bouncer that looks at the person that's created too much trouble and says, you come with me, boom, and we're <laughs> going to go outside. In other words, we're going to take you to the toilet, right? So that's what it does. When you have gut dysfunction, which could be characterized by an imbalance of your bacteria, that causes that glucuronidation to separate. And you'll see, which can be measured in stool testing, something called beta glucuronidase go up. And when you see that in stool testing, you know that that estrogen is not being cleared, which can um, lead to a lot of dysfunctional liver function, toxicity, weight retention, and just feeling overall, as ladies tell me, blah. Mm. Now, NAC. NAC is a precursor. It stands for N-acetylcysteine for glutathione, which is also a phase two detoxification compound. But it doesn't have it as a direct effect as this glucuronidation does. So NAC is helpful, but it's not going to be the creme de la creme. DIM is helpful. It stands for methane, and it comes from the plant's broccoli and or cauliflower. It comes from the crucifers. It's kind of a downstream metabolite of those. It works pretty good for phase one detox. And detox has three phases, one, two, and three. So if DIM works for phase one, what might we do to improve phase two, which is where we need to do it, because phase two is where this is getting hung up, okay? So we have got to improve the phase two detox, and you can do that through high-dose broccoli sprout powder. Pretty good to know. You can do that through a little bit of vitamin E, typically tocotrienols, not tocotocopherols. There's big words right there, but think tocotrienols. And you can also do that through eating uh, more of your broccoli, which is pretty neat. So those will upregulate phase two detox. And then finally, you want to improve your sweating, water, exercise platforms to get the body moving because detoxification and exercise or movement and sweat and all that, that has a great connection. So those are some things you can do to improve that. And then finally, if you are in the perimenopausal state, you might need to get with a practitioner and consider getting a little bit of testosterone in there to just bring the balance back a little bit for a time. All right. So that, you know what? I'm trying to write down your big words, dude. Come on. You are killing me. I know. That was a lot. That, that you're killing lot me. Yeah. You're killing me. And I was thinking, you know, you were talking about sweating and exercising. This came up in a women's group that I was at just the mm -hmm. other day. Uh, one of the moms said that she was having trouble with her lymph system and her, yeah. um, and her chiropractor said, hey, you should get on a rebounder and, yeah. just, and, just, and just bounce. What is the science? We were all sitting there. What yeah. is the science behind that? I thought of one more thing the person could do from the supplement in the previous question. They yeah. could add something called calcium D-glucurate. And you can – calcium is common spelling and then a capital D-glucurate. And that's G-L-U-C-U-R-A-T-E. Calcium D-glucurate 
you take one of those with your meals and that will rebind that estrogen back into the stool. So that'll help you out there. Right. And actually, that's that goes to the to the part two. The question we'll get back to the uh, yeah. lymph system in a second, but that goes to the part two. And she was asking, uh, what are some gut issues that could prevent estrogen from being properly metabolized? Which you just talked about. Can these issues be resolved at home without a doctor? She says she spent a bucket of money on a doctorate and it was a waste. There's another doctor I want to work with, but it's very expensive. I experienced PMS and hot flashes. Sounds mm-hmm. like perimenopause to me. Yeah. I'd like to get my hormones balanced uh, because she's worried about developing estrogen-related cancer. I mean, that's a pretty a pretty real concern. And it I is. think you hear this like, am I wasting my money going to a doctor? I mean, well, she needs to be taking calcium deglucurate. I mean, given that, that's an easy thing. You don't need a doctor to do that. I mean, you can get that even off of our website. We do that all the time. Uh, but if that's a concern, and if there's a family history, you need to know what you're doing. You need to look at genetics. You need to do what's called a Dutch test, which is dried urine testing comprehensive hormone, Dutch. We walk through people, walk people through that all the time, and it gives you a peace of mind. Estrogen does not create cancer. What does create cancer is different forms of estrogen combining to not get detoxified, combined with other intracellular lack of health processes, creating damaged cells, right? And so all that put together, you need to have like, as I use the term, totality of the circumstances and a ton of information regarding decisions one must make. And you've got to find a practitioner who's going to discuss that with you to give you everything you need to know to make the best decision possible. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, and really a lot of people have been listening to this and they were reaching out to you via the show. Which we're very excited about. You guys can do that. Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi is how you get mm-hmm. a discount on those uh, supplements and how they can get in touch with you because you can yes. see people virtually, right? We can. And we do webinars twice a month. People need to know that. And the topic of the day for the last several months has been hormones. Interestingly yeah. enough, it's so popular. But that webinar is free, Heidi. I, I hope people take advantage of that because we just want to teach people the principles of kind of what we talk about and go a little more in depth about. We spend about 25 minutes and then we answer some questions and they can schedule appointments from there actually. And we have a lot of people that schedule that way. And so if you do that, I want to know if they come from the Heidi uh, connection because that helps me know what they know and what they've been exposed to so Mm. we can help them move from point A to point B much faster. I love that. One more question sort of related to this comes from Alicia in Washington. She says, hey, Dr. Mark, what's the difference between bioidentical hormones and run-of-the-mill prescriptions such as estradiol? Okay. So estrogen has three forms, estrone, estradiol, and then it has a third form, estriol. Estrone is known as E1. Estradiol is known as E2, and those two can convert back and forth to each other. Estriol is known as E3, and it's typically produced in pregnant women a lot, right? So the 
baby kind of swims around a little bit of a lot of estriol. Now, having said that, when you look at hormones, especially hormone replacement, they're all made in a lab, right? So let's just understand that. <laughs> Some are made from a base ingredient of plants, such as yams or soy. Some are made just from chemistry, and they're not really exactly like would come from the plant. Remember, when you talk about compounding hormones, those are made in a compounding lab as opposed to the standard script hormones that are made in big pharmacy labs around the country. The reason we like we like the bioidentical or human identical is because they fit on the receptors perfectly. Maybe people can see my hands, but if they can't, it's like they fit perfectly across the receptors, whereas it'd be all like the fingers interlocking, but the synthetic ones might fit partially, right? They work, but there's some unknown uh, lack of connection there. So it's mm -hmm. not perfect. That's the main difference. So I like to refer to as bioidentical is also human identical because they fit on the receptors. You can get compounded estradiol, which is actually good, but you can also get some synthetic estrogen, which would be your synthetic version, which might be helpful, but might not be helpful. The studies are piled up pretty robustly, Heidi, about the efficacy and safety of bioidentical. And there's some studies on the other ones that would be mixed and even negative, right? Hmm. So it is important to make sure that you're doing the right thing and asking the right questions. Ask the practitioner, where are these uh, hormones manufactured? How are they manufactured? Are they bioidentical? Are they synthetic? Those are questions one must ask. And then every human being is different. There's all kinds of delivery methods that you can use from shots. Um, you can use oral. You can use creams. You can use pellets. There's all kinds of ways, but you want to find out what is best for you. Mm, good, solid advice. This is going to transition us into the yep. next topic. Uh, I said in the open today that you and I have been talking sort of offline about what's happening in our government with relating with how it relates to the food pyramid, mm -hmm. which we already know is upside down and backward. But now it's upside down, backward, sideways and evil. <laughs> and Wes in Oregon wrote in and said, do you have a recommendation for us regarding our nine year old daughter? We would like to transition her from sugary cereals to a healthy breakfast. What would you recommend? Quick, easy, healthy. We are constantly having to discuss. Lucky charms. Lucky charms. First of all, Wes, congratulations. You know, get your kids off of these cereals. They're bad for you. Wes, I congratulate you and I commend you, sir, for, uh, let me just use a term, manning up and doing yeah. something that we should be doing in families all across this yes. land and all across this world. Lucky charms uh, create an unlucky person and an unlucky child. And they create an unhealthy child as well. They're not meant to be consumed by humans. They're meant to be put in a nice trash bin to be destroyed forever. Now, here's what you want to do. You want to begin to create your own cereals for your little daughter. And get some nuts and seeds and get yourself maybe a Vitamix and crunch those bad boys up and throw a little bit of uh, maybe uh, some chia seed in there and maybe a little flax seed in there and maybe some cinnamon in there. And, you know, you can change the flavor a little bit. And then don't use your dairy milk if you can help it because most of that stuff is kind of negative too. But you can look at some coconut milk or almond milk or maybe even some goat's milk and 
you can mix up a nice oat milk is another one that's out there. And you can mix up a nice cereal and your daughter is going to love you forever. I know she does already, but the bottom line is that's the, that's the best way to do it. And a lot of parents, you think, you know, we grew up, at least I did. I grew up on Lucky Charms and Fruit yeah. Loops and all the things, right? It's very hard to transition a child who's used to eating very, you know, foods that are very high in sugar, particularly yeah. when it comes to breakfast. And so it's great if you can just, you know, I wouldn't go, I always tell parents, don't go cold tur- turkey on your kids. You're just yes, going to make them mad at you, you know? And so what you want to do is say, hey, we're going to try something different today and start just introducing like you would with a baby. We introduce yeah. new foods and we, you know, we want to learn how to make them right. We want to learn how to make them palatable. You know, nothing's worse than having your mom cook you up a vegetable and she doesn't know how to cook it. So then you get these soggy Terrible. vegetables and then we wonder why our kids don't want to eat them. Well, it's because you didn't prepare it correctly. So learn how to do that. And I think uh, that takes time. There are lots of people on Instagram and uh, I mean, I follow several uh, healthy uh, accounts, mm-hmm. healthy eating accounts on Instagram. And there are lots of ways to come up with healthy alternatives to this junk that is being peddled to us by the government. So I want to. So you sent me this article, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to read just a little bit to our listeners and have you comment on it. The White House Nutrition Advisor has created a food compass, and I put that in air quotes, that vilifies whole foods and promotes junk foods like Lucky Charms. In today's neurotic, upside-down world, good is often labeled as evil, and evil is often advertised as virtuous. So it's no surprise that the White House Nutrition Advisor would declare that synthetic sugary foods like Lucky Charms and frosted mini wheats are healthier than whole foods and fresh meats. Joe Biden's latest appointee to nutrition advisor is uh, Dr. Darish Mafarzian. I don't know how you say his name. He helped put together a food compass nutrient profiling system that ranks food into three groups, those that should be encouraged and those that should be moderated and those that should be minimized. Each food has a score from one to a hundred, with one being the worst and a hundred being the best. Corn syrup and toxic dyes are now considered healthier than whole foods. And while watermelon and kale scored at the top of the chart with a score of a hundred, junk foods like frosted mini wheats also scored high in the rankings with a score of eighty-seven. And he put the popular cereal brown in the two B encouraged category and claimed that it is healthier than foods such as chicken breast. Yogurt, millet, dates, and almonds, among other nutrition sources. At the top of the list is Honey Nut Cheerios, which received the 2B Encouraged score of 76, also higher than many foods on the list. What what do you make of this buffoonery, more buffoonery, that's yeah. coming out of the Biden administration? Yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me, but I'm shocked by this and super sad because this is going to drive funding. Isn't it right? Absolutely. And funding is going to drive education, and this is going to get back into the schools. It's going to get back into, unfortunately, um, doctor training or medical schools and universities. This is going to be a sad situation. So people need to be aware of this. What's happening? I find it ironic the word compass is using because a right. compass is supposed to tell you what direction. True you're north. Going. Yeah, yeah. That right. that is like directing you as a compass, telling you that you're heading the wrong direction. Don't do that. The The whole idea of the government getting involved in our food is, again, I like your word buffoonery. It's it's unacceptable. Yeah. We don't need the government to tell us how to eat because we have a poor health um, directional statistical trend in America that's just horrible. The food pyramid started it, and then they went to my plate, and now they're going to a compass. 
and they continue to direct you down the wrong pathway. So mm-hmm. hard stop on that one. We need to really, really turn our focus away from that. I, I even am seeing on you know statistics today that um, and even data that they're they're looking at childhood obesity now as a as a a biological disease like like maybe an asthma and as opposed to having it as a lifestyle disease. The, the direction they're going is is completely erroneous to truth, yeah. and we need to have great discernment and great wisdom to unravel this. Yeah, and it really does. I mean, we 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 can legitimately not listen to these people at all anymore. I, totally. You know, last time you were here, we were talking about all the alphabet agencies, right? The <laughs> CDC and the and the CIA and the FBI. Yeah. I mean, if it's an alphabet agency, I don't even <sighs> want to talk to you because I don't trust these people anymore as far as I could throw them. Jesse Waters reported on this, and I'll link back to it in the show notes today. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about these you know, giant corporations, big foods, buying off scientists so that they recommend foods that are bad for you in their so-called food pyramid. And it's it's terrible. Henry Kissinger said, who controls the food supply controls the people, who controls mm-hmm. the energy can control the continents, who controls money can control the world. And this really is about control, isn't it? It is. And and I've been saying this for a long, long time. The first temptation of Jesus was with food, right? That's his, that's Satan's strategy. So this is the first temptation of mankind that you, you, you need to begin to understand this Babylonian government is going to get us the allure of food. And if it controls that, it can begin to control money because when you're sick, you can't think. Right. When you are distracted by illness, it takes away your ability to logically and reasonably work things and truth becomes somewhat distorted. So just people need to understand this has been going on for 75 years. Yep. This is not a two-year deal like people think. Oh, last two years, I haven't seen this before. Yes, you have. This has been a bleed over time Mm -hmm. and it's got us drifting more and more and more off course to now where, you know, it's people that are in shape and work out are looked at as weirdos. Right. You know? Just right. like, and if you're if you're kind of overweight, and you lose a bunch of weight. People say, "Hey, uh, I hate to ask you, Heidi, but do you, do you have cancer?" You know, right. <laughs> it's a weird world we live in, but we have got to just snap out of it. My prayer and hope is that people from this, this podcast will have the blinders removed and begin to see truth. Well, I hope you guys are enjoying my interview with Dr. Mark Sherwood. As always, we want to hear from you. If you've got a question that you'd like to see addressed at the show, you can shoot it to me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Remember that your comments are important to us. We'd love it if you leave reviews for the show over at iTunes, uh, anywhere that you hear podcasts, give us a five-star review and let your friends know about the Off the Bench podcast. I hope you guys have a great day. Tomorrow, I'm going to come back with Dr. Mark, and we're going to hit on some nutritional questions uh, regarding olive oil and apple cider vinegar and ginger shots. I'm going to give you guys a recipe for making your homemade ginger shots, some wellness shots. We're going to have a great conversation about how you can take control of your health in light of the government's trying to take it over for you. So stop listening to the government, you guys. Health doesn't come from a mask and a needle. Thanks for listening. I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.